Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Jillian Pereira. Jillian herself is a vigorous advocate for companies making the move to positive impact and change. Jillian is the lead researcher at the pickle, sorry, at the business pickle where they study how to use business as a force for good. Well, welcome. Thank you, That's wonderful. Thanks so much yeah. for having me. No, my pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This is amazing. So can you talk about this a little bit more? Business as a force for good. So mm. can you elaborate, please? Yeah, for sure. So that's exactly right. At the Business Pickle, we're wanting to help leaders who are wanting to do good yeah. through business. And there are yes. lots of definitions and ideas of what, you know, doing good in business means. So for some, it might mean making an impact through how they treat their staff, providing services and products that are helping people. But a lot of business leaders now want to go that step further and they're really thinking about their broader social impact or environmental impact that their business is happening is having, sorry, through their supply chains, through their carbon emissions and all sorts of things. And it can be quite a confusing space for leaders who maybe haven't come across these ideas before or aren't quite sure where to begin. And so what we're trying to do is help those leaders on their way to find, find the frameworks that can help them find the research that backs up their activities and, yeah, encourage them to keep on the journey of doing good. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I love interviewing guests like yourself because I find that it's super important when we do business with heart or we do business with goodness. Uh, it actually amplifies our qualities as a human being, as an individual, and then it trickles down into everything that the business does. So even good can kind of expand like a virus. Goodness can also do the same. And what you're doing is great. Now, can you explain, is this a concept that came about after some sort of a story? Like how did, is this something that you were involved with before or is this something new? Yeah, that's a great question. So the Business Pickle, I'm part of the founding team and we started it about a year and a half ago now. So personally, prior to that, I was working for a charity here in Australia and essentially it was a food rescue charity. So we'd work with major businesses, supermarkets, farmers, and any food that was surplus, we would redistribute to local food programs. I think in my role there, working with big corporates and partnering together with these big businesses, I got to see almost an inside look at what um, what businesses were doing in this space of wanting to help their communities, wanting to do good through their operations and so on. But how the business pickle began was actually through conversation with some friends of ours. And we were just meeting over a late breakfast one day and talking about some businesses that we'd seen who were really changing the way they were doing things in order to create a better impact. And we got to talking about how difficult and challenging it can be when you actually get to the point of wanting to make some changes and 
how to know where to begin. And that really set, uh, created the seed of this idea for the business pickle. And yeah, we thought, let's give this a go. And so we stepped out yeah, a year and a half ago now, working on research, chatting to business leaders from around the world, pulling some reports together, and now helping businesses with services to walk them through their sustainability journey as well. That's wonderful. Can you share like one of your most exciting projects and what you have done for them? Yeah, sure, sure. And so at the in terms of the businesses that we're working with or the research that we've done. Yeah, either... based on the research, based on your capabilities when you helped your client in that type of a case study, for example. Yeah, sure. So at the moment we're working with a a client who provides like telecommunications services. And so we're helping them really outline what their sustainability plans are. And so that's something that's in process, but we're, we're looking forward to seeing what changes are made in their business over time. But we've also, on the research side, we produce different reports and surveys of leaders and all sorts of things to equip leaders with more information. And so one interesting piece of work was a survey we did of leaders from businesses of all different sizes and industries to understand what their take is on creating positive change. And what we found through that was some really interesting insights that have also helped us when we are working with clients. So some of the findings, just to share with you, 70% of these leaders agreed that they had a responsibility to create um, positive impact through business, which is great. But at the same time, only 40% of those people felt personally responsible. So I think people are waking up to the idea that businesses can be doing good, but there's a gap there that we've found of um, the kind of the personal ownership to create positive change. And yeah, different challenges business leaders share with us are around feeling that sense of competing business priorities is a major kind of challenge for knowing what to do next and lots of other insights that came from that. So We've got these two streams to our business. We've got all this research that we're doing that we make freely available. So any leader can hop on our website, download a report, listen to a podcast, watch a video. And then we've also got that more tailored support that we provide through our services as well. Excellent. What would you recommend your easiest improvement to do good for a small size business that doesn't involve a lot of time or effort or investment that they could just take that baby step into this world. Is there any kind of suggestion you could share? Yeah, that's a great question. Cool. I think one of the things is um, just the attitude that you take. So a lot of us can feel afraid that we're going to get it wrong if we try something. But what we've found mm -hmm. is if business leaders can openly share what they're learning, what they're changing, along the way, that can be a huge thing. So even just being more open around, hey, we've tried this environment initiative, we've tried this social initiative with our team, this is what worked, this is what we learned. Just being open to share those things um, can be a great kind of a shift in perspective. But in terms of getting practical, I would say that there are so many frameworks out there that can help your business in terms of thinking about your carbon emissions and you want to track what's happening in your business. Now there are so many online tools available that you can easily access, get heaps of information to help you on your way. So that's just one example, but there are lots of quick wins that you can be thinking about. 
And I think don't feel overwhelmed. Just try something today that you weren't doing yesterday and build from there. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Just just one step at a time, right? It's just understanding this information and then taking that step, even if it's a small one, is an improvement, right? That's right. And something we talk about is this idea of progress over perfection. So none of mm. us getting all of it right, but if we just try to improve things gradually and do what we can with what we've got available to us in our teams, um, real change can happen over time. Is there a specific industry that falls in this more perfect, I guess you may say? Is there a specific industry that, you know, could benefit largely from becoming more good per se? Is there such a industry or is just across the board? Yeah, that's a big question. I'd say there are changes that every type of business in every industry can yeah. make. I think obviously there are some industries that are heavily polluting or they've got more complex supply chains where they've got to think about their how they're treating their staff or their suppliers are treating their staff at all different points in these complex supply chains. But in terms of thinking about, in t instead of thinking about it as an industry, um, one industry over another industry, I would say whatever industry you're in, we think about the, what we call the early majority. So those businesses that maybe aren't on the cutting edge of creating social change, one that people often think about is Patagonia. If you've come across them, they're doing incredible work on environmental issues and social issues, but most businesses can't do all of that. And so we really want to speak to those early majority where business leaders know they want to do something. They don't quite know how to maybe go about it, but there's an appetite in the business to, to create some change. And it might be a legacy business where systems are really set up and set in place and harder to shift, or it might be more of a, a smaller business where things can pivot a bit quicker, but maybe the scale of their impact isn't so big. So where, wherever you are at as a business, whatever industry, there are practical changes that you can make. There's opportunity. That's it. That's right. And for, for businesses that would be interested to look into this, because since COVID, there is a change in the thinking, mm. how people look at business, how people look at each other, actually. They have become more aware and they want to do better and more good. If they wanted to look at this, is there a way for them to approach this with your team without having to make a commitment? Do you guys, how does the process work? Do they come in for a free consultation and then you analyze their business and then provide a plan? That's when they jump in or is it something they have to invest in initially to start the work? How does it work exactly? Yeah, great question. So we really try to provide a range of options from very light touch to something that's much more involved. So it could be as simple as reaching out to us and we come in and do a lunch and learn with your team, say a half hour, or one hour session. Anywhere in the world? Anywhere in the world. We can, there's the joy of Zoom and all these virtual tools we now have. <laughs> Good, virtually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so we could run a webinar or anything like that to really engage your team on a topic. And then if your business finds that, hey, we actually need a bit more help on our sustainability plan or whatever we're trying to do here, and we can work with the business to really shape that together. So it could look like a weekly meeting and working out a strategy over a few months. It could be something 
lighter touch than that. We're really flexible to help businesses where they're at to understand how we can help them shift the dial. We also have a lot of free resources available because we want this information and this knowledge to be as widely shared as possible. And so if people are wanting to look for just practical research on topics that are relevant to them in business, you can find that all on our website, which is thebusinesspickle.com and download a bunch of resources for free. And if businesses have a specific topic that they want us to research and provide on our platform, we'd love to hear their suggestions and we can add that to our kind of timeline of research as well. And they can submit that on the website as well? That's right. Yes. Yes. So everything's really there on the website, ways to contact us, suggest topics, all sorts of things. So that's the best port of call. Were you always in business? Yes. I have been in the nonprofit space in the charity that I worked in prior to this, but always interested in how, how business can make a difference and working in that space. There's always a passion. That's right. Yeah. I think at the heart of it is wanting to create good for people and the planet in whatever capacity or shape that takes. I found that we start becoming more caring, for example, and wanting to do more for others. Once we find that sweet spot within, like once we become more self-aware, once we fall in love with ourselves first, Mm -hmm. that's when we start to see a transition when we start looking at other people and wanting to do good. Was there, is there a story behind who you are? Like, is, did you work on your internal world first or were you always like this since a child growing up, you were always out to, to help others? Look, that's a big question. You probably have to check in with my siblings as to whether I was always wanting to help no. <laughs> Look, I think it's something that's grown over time as you learn more about the world and the complex challenges that face people in their day-to-day life. I think I've just, yeah, gradually awoken to this idea. With the time that we have, with the resources that we have, all of us have the capacity to improve someone else's life, in, even if it's in some small way. So I guess that's been yeah. a bit of a guiding yeah, guiding light for me. All right. That's excellent. Well, my next question is around the same area. What would you feel your innermost superpower is that got you to this point in life? Oh, it's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Take your pretty... time. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Shahid. I would say, I'm not sure you'd call it a superpower, but I think being open to the world and what it can teach you and being open to people and accepting people as they come. And mm. it can be easy to get overwhelmed sometimes in just our day-to-day life or think, what difference am I making? I think just remaining hopeful and having that positive positive mentality on that things can change and we can all be part of something purposeful, I would say. Yeah. And having a purpose and working with an impactful vision it does add a bounce in your life. It just adds some kind of level of enthusiasm in what you do. It starts, you start moving away from the numbers, which are very important, obviously, but there's, you start injecting some heart into the equation. I don't know. There's something about it. Just sometimes I don't have words for it, but it does add some kind of weight to what you do. And yeah. definitely what you guys are doing for business is 
critical. It was very important, especially as we progress in, in the next hundred years, two hundred years. It is required. What do you? What are your thoughts on that? In the next hundred, two hundred years, the work that you're doing today. How is that going to impact in the world? Yeah, it's hard to imagine what the world will look like in a hundred or two hundred. If you years. didn't, yeah. So I would say, I think. If we didn't, if we weren't working this way, looking for good and doing, having a purpose as a business, what do you think it would look like? I think as human beings, maybe this is getting philosophical, but all of us search for meaning in life and want want to create some kind of impact mm-hmm. on the world. And so I think when we can attach meaning to what we spend a third of our lives doing, which is working and being in our different jobs, I think that's a very powerful thing that we can find meaning in what we're working on. So I would hope that over the next 100, 200 years, that becomes more of a norm, that people aren't Mm, just going into work daily grind just to get a paycheck at the end of the month. I think if we can shift it so that people are really finding, yeah, real meaning and purpose in their day-to-day, it helps people just in themselves feel better about life and their place in it. Yeah, said. I completely believe that I feel every human being is here for a purpose. Yeah. There's a, and when they don't find that purpose, it adds frustrations in their life. But when they find that purpose, they just fly like an eagle. They're just right. They're on. They're focused. Yeah. They're enthusiastic. They're happy. They're content. They're fulfilled. They're moving towards something. It just makes sense that the, the, what other reason could it be that we must have a purpose as a human being? When we have a purpose, things start changing. So it must be something very valuable. For sure. For sure. I'd agree with you on that. Well yeah, that's great. It's been really nice talking to you today. If there's any kind of last information or any suggestions or any advice that you would like to share with the audience, please go ahead. Thanks, Shahid. I would love to invite people to join us on our journey at the Business Pickle. We certainly don't have all the answers, but we're enjoying seeking them out. So please join us. The best way, again, is thebusinesspickle.com to find us and join in on, on what we're doing together. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jillian. It was a pleasure, honor to have you on the show. Continue to grow, continue to make an impact. I love seeing the work that you guys are doing. And it's it's an honor to interview individuals and companies like yourself. So great work. Thank you once again. Audience, thanks again for joining us for another episode. We definitely would not be growing without you guys. Really appreciate you guys being part of the show, helping us grow, helping share the information especially if you know a business or if you're in a business that you're looking to be good or better, there's <laughs> definitely a place you want to check out is, is Jillian's information, the show notes. And again, thank you. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, Jillian. Thank you.